Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Hey folks, this is Hampton here. I know that Dave and I tend to joke a lot about suicide and uh, make a lot of lighthearted jokes, but honestly, if you're having any sort of trouble, we would recommend that you call 1-800-273-TALK. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and they do amazing work. They they really um, will talk with you. And so we, we just hope that, you know, you have fun here at the pod, but if you're ever having truly deep suicidal thoughts, that you would call 1-800-273-TALK. We love you. We want you to take care of yourself. Thank you for listening. Everybody, welcome uh, to Dangle Buddies. I'm here with my boyfriend Dave Ross. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Boyfriend Buddies. We're boyfriends and we're also friends. <laughs> Man, here I am with my best friend in the world, who I also fuck. He is my a boyfriend, boy, <laughs> technically. <laughs> I literally kept thinking about like what a childish term, girlfriend Bo- and boyfriend. Oh is. yeah, that's my girlfriend. Like, I feel embarrassed. She's for a girl and she's my friend. My girlfriend having to introduce, like, just be like. My boyfriend. Yeah, that's why everyone I date, I marry. <laughs> Actually, I was, want it to be more adult. I was thinking about that with that song that's out right now. I think it's like G Easy and uh, Cardi B, and uh-huh. he, he says in the song, he's like, I th- maybe Aristotle, you'll you'll know this better, but it's like, uh, hit it one time. I'm a what does he say? I'm a piper. Mm-hmm. Hit it two times. What does he say? I'm a wiper. <laughs> He's like, he, basically, he's like, if that I fuck so a person funny two times, that Aristotle knew that, and you didn't, and you brought it up. Well, <laughs> Aristotle is a hundred percent more hip hop than me. No shit, Aristotle's hip hop is fuck, dude. Hip hop and emo. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a. a he's also combo. a little bit of a nerdist. <laughs> Man, fuck Nerdist, Deep by the cut. way. Yeah. Dude, we're bam, on Starburns. Bam, 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 bam. Man, fuck Nerdist. <laughs> yeah, fuck Nerdist. Fuck WTF. Fuck Nerdist. Fuck Rogan. Fuck Idiot. <laughs> fuck 1D10T. <laughs> fuck that shit, dude. I'm sick of that motherfucker. Uh, we're out here starting wars. Yeah, dude. Podcast beefs. <laughs> we're starting some info wars. I got some info for this war. Nerdist sucks. <laughs> Uh, maybe you haven't checked Reddit, but Nerdist sucks. We should now every episode we should say "fuck Nerdist" because I, okay. I, dude, honestly, because I firmly believe that. <laughs> wow, man, you dude. never talk about your beliefs. Starburns Nerdist Beef 2018, dude. They're going down. They're not coming to the VMAs this year. <laughs> we never talk about our beef. <laughs> no, we don't. We have a lot of beef. I have so much beef. <laughs> yeah, man. Where's the beef? You know where? Here. <laughs> 
I know one recipe, and it's squashed beef. I can tell you personally, as a Nerdist alum, fuck Nerdist, dude. They treated me like, dude, they treated me like shit, dude. Dave is becoming the character, like Andrew Dice Clay or Larry the Cable Guy. You're now becoming this character. Yeah, well, it's more fun, and you make more money. (laughs) That's a good point. Dude, the guy who became the Noid was rich. Dude, absolutely, man. The guy who became Garfield got fucking paid. Dude, you know Flo changed her name to Flo, and now she's a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Man, it's crazy the person uh, who plays Flo in the progressive ads. Man, fuck (laughs) Nerdist. She's just, like, so wealthy. Uh Uh-huh. That's not crazy. I mean, I don't know. For someone to get discovered at like 35 after years of like trying since you were a teenager to then suddenly be like, guess what? You're going to be a multi fucking millionaire off of just like doing ads on TV. Yeah. I don't know. You never know. You know, Flo is, um, not a lot of people know this, but (laughs) she's actually like pretty progressive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Flo for progressive always says like, Really, like, ga- galaxy shit. brain. No, like, super liberal shit. Alt-right insurance. She's like, I'm just saying we should uh, disband the military and get rid of the NFL. Anyway, buy insurance. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm saying being a man is now a hate crime. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Isn't it crazy that we're getting to the point where, like, one of the tenets of being a Democrat is that you think the earth is round? <laughs> Wow, you liberals. Man, fuck nerdists. You liberals and your globes. <laughs> Man, when I saw a globe, I thought it was a basketball. I love that fucking... Just quit. You know what? Man, the, the Harlem Flat Trotters. The, the flat earth thing, it comes down to like... I think the people who are pushing it, it's because they want to undermine science on like the most fundamental thing possible. It's like, right. they're lying to us about the shape of the earth. <laughs> totally. Like the most fundamental thing you could have. Because if you're if you're discounting the earth being round, you're also like discounting gravity mm-hmm. and like uh-huh. <laughs> the universe, like space, like yeah. everything you know, that would involve then the environment or anything. Like, you're, it's just the most fundamental way to be like, fuck science! Yeah. Well, I mean, science isn't true. <laughs> science rules. Science is false. <laughs> I am doing a bit on stage right now, which is all just being like, I don't like science. <laughs> trying to go to heaven. And I just, like, talk about I'm like, Trying well, to go to heaven. Well, one, I do believe, like, a lot of scientists are just, like, you know, trying to get money, <laughs> trying to get a paycheck, because it's your job. Uh-huh. So you have to be proving things all the time, otherwise you get fired. <laughs> so <laughs> scientists are always, like... Fired from just, science. Like, they're just discovering things, but they're not solving any problems really long term. I mean, like... I don't know if that's true at all. I don't know. Like, if an asteroid, like, hits Earth, we're fucked. If, like, a million things go wrong with the environment, we're all going to die inside, like, 20 years. Right. Well, I mean, I think that's why science is more important than ever. (laughs) Well, what are they doing? (laughs) Well, they're continuing to find more truth. No, the last... For example, the Earth is flat. The last cool scientist was the guy who invented the super soaker. (laughs) We all know that. Hell yeah. And his (laughs) name was Dr. Seuss. (laughs) What is this podcast? Like, if you listen to this podcast, do you know, do you ever think this makes sense? Actually, I thought it was so funny that I got you to completely roll reversal where you're like, no, science is actually very important. Well, yeah, it is. 
How else are we going to prove that the earth is flat? <laughs> I'm um, sail my boat off the fucking earth. Man, yeah, then that's how learn. I'm going to commit suicide. <laughs> I'm just going to keep walking. Like a Viking. Yeah. <laughs> suicide just by Vikingness. Going to just keep going. Thank you so much for listening to Suicide Buddies here on Starburns Audio. Yeah, um, not Nerdist. Not pieces ner- of shit. Welcome to Not Nerdist. Uh, w- this is a podcast <laughs> about suicide and mental health. Uh, I'm Hampton Yunt. I'm Dave Ross, and uh, we are good friends. We are good friends. We have we have really bad <laughs> mental health. <laughs> Good friends, bad mental health. Hell yeah, dude. We know what's good about us and what's bad about us. Put it on a (laughs) t-shirt. I'm all about good friends and bad mental health, boy. Comedians in apartments getting sad. (laughs) Tasty ribs, good friends, bad mental health. (laughs) We're just a couple silly motherfuckers who have contemplated suicide so much that we joke around about it now. And what's weird is that that's true. I don't really contemplate suicide so much anymore, though, now that I'm cool, happy. Now that you're cool. <laughs> I still think about it all the time. Do you? All the time. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I can't stop. I have a uh, a thing in my neck where if I push a button, it, uh, I just die. No more bad thoughts? Yeah, and that's actually what's keeping me alive, because I see the button, and I'm like, well, it's always just a button away. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. I mean, like, how complicated is killing yourself? You just got to walk in front of a bus. If you totally. Think about it. You don't want to do that. That's why. Then that bus driver is going to kill himself. I think that's why I think about it all the time. It's so easy. <laughs> I didn't mean like to if I were looking at this driver. room right now, I'd be like, "All right, I'd take that lighter. I'd set myself on fire. I could take that pen, shove it through my neck. Uh, I could take your dick, choke me on it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> choke me on it. That's my new single. <laughs> I. <laughs> Choke me on it once. Dude, if I killed, I'm a piper. If I killed myself, <laughs> if I killed myself with your dick, you're going to jail, dude. I know that's true, because there's really no way to prove that I didn't do that. <laughs> there's like no way that I. No, he just grabbed my dick and. <laughs> Killed himself he with it. Himself I couldn't death. stop him. Uh, I always have a boner, officer. <laughs> they call me. You're the boner never man. gonna believe. Uh, also, and then you just be like to the officer, you're like, also, I think you guys are probably racist, so yeah, I don't have to explain totally. shit to you. What are you even doing here? Don't you have some black people to pull over? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get out of any ticket. You turn it on them. Yeah, hey, you fuck show, you, man. And act, act like flow from, from Progressive. I've been seeing what you've been fucking doing on the news. That's flow from Progressive getting pulled over. All right, what's up, pig? Dude. Oink, oink, oink. You pulling me over? Why don't you pull yourself over and learn about black rights? I'm progressive. Hey, man. Yeah, the guy walks up. fires a gun um, off in the air. just caught you going 130 in a 35. Man, hey, man, you. Black Lives Matter, dude. Man, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, David Duke. I will say, dude, did you see that video that everyone was sharing oh, around shit. yesterday? We're like, we're like uh, I mean, obviously, Jesus, I hope you're listening to this and you know we were just being incredibly ironic. Uh... uh you know, yeah, like police video? brutality. It's so crazy how it just, it's, there's a tape every day and oh, it just yeah. keeps happening. Like, at what point are you like, yeah, that is weird. It's like, d- 
you never learning. They're never learning. But then there was a video. They're never learning. Um, there was a video sh- being shared around yesterday of like a neighborhood of kids, and I don't know what was happening, but like there's a cop, and they're just shooting her with water guns and laughing, and then and she's like trying to chase someone, okay. and then she like chases someone, and they run away, and she slips on water and like face plants, and everyone's laughing, and it's the end of the video. <laughs> Actually, dude, that reminds me, like, isn't it? This is what's really fucking trippy, Mm -hmm. is, like, a video will come out about, like, police brutality, Mm -hmm. and then, like, the next day you'll start seeing, like, Instagram shared things about, like, see, cops are cool. Like, it'll be a cop, like, shooting hoops with a neighborhood kid and be like, I guess that takes care of everything. (laughs) Dude, it's No more problems. The cop played some basketball. One was a cop play. He was uh, boxing with somebody, and at that point, I'm like, "Well, that's still kind of police brutality." <laughs> like, yeah, you know, it's like, did you see that? that this isn't a good thing. Every to share. now and then, one police department will come out with this thing that's like, hey, "Fuck these people! Why are they doing this?" That I think it was in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. The police department was like, "What we did was we just trained our officers to when they hold their gun." hold their trigger finger up on the side of the gun instead of on the trigger and it's decreased the amount of shootings by like 98% or something crazy like that. Uh, Holy fucking like, shit. Yeah, I know. How to hold your gun in a way that doesn't murder people instantly? Exactly. Wow, what fucking idiots, man. Yeah, I really do believe like they store up all those videos. They're like kind of like, okay, like I imagine there's going to be a lot of violence in the next month. So, guys, go out in the field, uh, give like a balloon to a black kid, like uh, go like face wow, paint. You know, that's an even Asian crazier kid. to think. They just, just save stockpile it. all those videos. Yeah, I'm kind of like, where are these videos coming from? You know, my favorite one of <laughs> those, those is to see every time there's like some like really, really fucked up public disagreement between the left and the right. Mm-hmm. In the next couple of days, someone releases a video of Republicans and Democrats both loving dogs, and they're like, see, dogs bring us together. Wow. And you're like, well, well, then we are really fucked. It's like, uh, just, just leave the room, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy who has to interrupt a conversation and be like, well, what about dogs? <laughs> Everyone here like dogs? Yeah. Hey, hey, Gary, get the fuck out of here. Grown ups are talking. No, you're right. That's a really good thing. The people that are uh, trying to save black people's lives and the people that are white supremacists <laughs> both love dogs. <laughs> <laughs> what about this dog? This dog doesn't know the N-word. <laughs> he just barks. Oh, he man. just likes getting this pets dog on his head. dog doesn't know the N-word. He just likes treats. You know what? Show me a video of a dog that does know the N-word. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You know, animals don't have nuclear war. You know, animals are pretty tight. You ever notice how... You ever notice how there's no racism on Animal Planet? <laughs> you ever think about that? <laughs> oh, man. What if there was? That'd be hysterical. Totally. This horse was being wow. ridden by a Klansman. Racist. Tonight on Racist Rawweilers. <laughs> they expose horses that wear the masks in the KKK, <laughs> which is always the funniest thing, that the KKK makes the horses wear yes. masks. It's so crazy. Just like, I know that horse. Wait. <laughs> I, Wait. Oh, shit. I can see that horse's tattoos. <laughs> that horse, dude, that horse works at my bank. <laughs> That's, man, I'm never going to that bank again. <laughs> horse teller. Hell yeah. 
Well, I'm here with my boyfriend, Dave Ross. Boyfriend. Suicide boyfriends. Just smooching it up. Uh, who are you going to... You got your passport, dude. Oh, sorry. I had to take everything out of my wallet. I haven't gotten a new ID in like a year. Oh. I've just been using my passport. Oh, man. Yeah. That's because the cool. world is is uh, one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I want to be like the guy who's just like, I just have a passport. <laughs> I'm a world traveler. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being chased by Interpol. I've been which to, I know about because of the game Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. If you look at my passport, I've been to Toronto and that's it. Wow, yeah, totally. I've Toronto. been to Toronto and also Montreal. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Two places that are very near each other. Not welcome back. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I almost got in a fight in Montreal when I was doing JFL. Really? I was walking down the street with a bunch of comics. Wow. So I felt a little safe. <laughs> Uh-huh. You know how comics make you feel safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And They're like somebody, somebody co- just started turning into the crosswalk with uh-huh. their car, and I just started kicking their car. Like, fuck you. Oh wow! I wonder I why I, you got in a fight. I think I've mentioned this before. Yeah, and then he got out of his car, and I was like, No, I'm good. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> just was telling you, you almost killed us, you piece of shit. Yeah. Wow. Fuck him. <laughs> I did find a clue as to why. That happened, though. You found a clue. I found a clue. I always leave a clue in every one of my crimes. <laughs> so I started kicking this car, and then I don't know what happened. Did we do the, that character, the Diddler? Was that? Yes. <laughs> the Riddler-type the Diddler. character? Yeah. Did we do that on the Patreon or the last episode? I think we did it on the Patreon. Yeah, I'm the Diddler. <laughs> I, leave I think we did it on this week's Patreon, actually. <laughs> and I don't think it's come out yet. Guys, check out the Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Suicide Buddies. It's a nice way to support us. <laughs> nice way to support me and my boyfriend, uh, Dave. Look, here's the deal. If you know, if we don't get more people on the Patreon, pretty soon I'm going to have to get a job, and then this show is going to really suck. <laughs> job buddies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Dave, how are you? Oh, God, Wednesday. So Actually, almost be, there. It'd be funny <laughs> to do a podcast that was like while we're Ubering people. <laughs> Totally. And we just like, we'll all right, it. you're on the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get in. You're on the hey, fucking podcast. I see that your name is Steve. <laughs> uh, where are you going? Look, man, I'm just trying to get to work. Okay, that wow. sounds great. What do you think about Roseanne? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any hard opinions? <laughs> Have you ever wanted to kill yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so many conversations I've had with Uber drivers have gone super dark. Really? Because they ask me stuff and I tend to respond pretty honestly a mm-hmm. lot of times like they're just like how are you and you're like oh man i'll be like i don't know i just got fired the other day or something like you know yeah i'll say that like yeah. i don't know it's like you asked you know what i do I, every time i get an uber i just fucking do dabs man <laughs> <laughs> man i drove the coolest guy today yeah yeah dude he just smoked dabs and did dabs. i fucking dive in with my fucking lava lamp already already on <laughs> I just walk around with a lava lamp plugged into a car battery everywhere I go, just doing dabs and fucking making friends, dude. <laughs> fuck Nerdist. Fuck, dude, Nerdist never, they always stop me from doing dabs before I record it, man. Dude, that's oppressive. Exactly, that's man. That's not progressive, that's oppressive. Yeah, exactly. Hi, I'm Flo from Oppressive. Welcome to Oppressive Insurance, <laughs> insurance dude. You get super cheap insurance if you look just like me. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Flow from oppressive 
just a <laughs> virulent racist. <laughs> you got to look just like me. <laughs> Welcome to Just Like Me Insurance. Who are you? Not me? Fucking get out, Fuck dude. Fuck you. You crash your car? That'll be $10,000. <laughs> oh, man. My name is Dave, and I don't want to die. All right, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you have you heard my song? Who are you doing this week? I don't remember. Okay, cool. <laughs> you know who I'm doing this week? Who's Fuck your- Chris Hardwick and Pete Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> I, on, my big fear is no one will even know who Nerdist is. Well, that's actually my big hope. My big, my big, <laughs> my big white hope. Um, nah, man, we love Nerdist. We're uh, just not associated with them anymore. And there's doing- someone in the room who is. How about Softwick? <laughs> I'm tired of Hardwick. How about Softwick? Yeah, anyway, thank you. <laughs> it's 2018. Let who's- women talk. <laughs> 2018, guys. <laughs> guys, it's 2018. Hardwick, more. I always love Wetwick. Co- uh, like comedy that's based <laughs> in just being amazed at what year it is. Yeah. I mean, really, it's 2018. It's 2018. How is this shit still going on? We're still I mean, driving we've hear- cars. We've been hearing about it forever. <laughs> we just keep seeing all the videos. I mean, we got cameras everywhere now. It's 2018. How are we still doing this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the same as when people do, really? I'm always like, yeah, that's the height of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> when when SNL did the, ri- that was the bit on Weekend Update that was Seth Meyers and Amy Poehler just going, really? Yeah. I was like, slam dunk, guys. <laughs> you got him. <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> it is scathing commentary, just saying the word, really. Oh, got him, sniped him. <laughs> Took him <Dead>. down. <laughs> dead. <laughs> They're done. Speaking of dead, this week... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the best segue we've ever had Oh uh, man Who are you doing this week? Don't fucking say that about my segue <laughs> uh, Her name is Jean Weber She was a serial killer in France in the early 20th century Whoa, not cool Yeah Don't Not be a from nice France. person and <laughs> That's my general uh, thesis statement about her Wow Not nice Okay, so we're kind of doing a villain this episode. Kind of. I like when we do episodes where the person has like moral ambiguity. So <laughs> Me you too. get to be a little bit more like, I'm kind of glad they're dead. Yeah, it's weird. It's, yeah, it puts you in a little bit of a quandary. Yeah. You can't say like, they should do it. But also like, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not losing any sleep like I do about everybody else. Dave has not slept this entire podcast. Every episode I lose more sleep. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, catch you after the break. Fuck nerdist. Hell yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter what they say, cause I'm gonna get my way. If I don't wanna go. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> What's up? Dave, Dave, Dave is here. <laughs> Dave's here. Somewhere. Hampton hasn't started yet. Uh, we changed our minds, and we really like Nerdist. <laughs> <laughs> After getting a couple legal threats, we realized yeah. we actually love Nerdist. Uh, in the break, I got an email, and Nerdist is great. I also, ju- I like Coca-Cola. <laughs> I just realized uh, that WTF stands for What the Friend. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I love Joe Rogan. All right. Uh, <laughs> I am in love with Joe Rogan. This fucking week. All right. Y'all, y'all ready for this? 
I wrote that song. Did you know that? <laughs> are y'all ready for this? <laughs> Except when I wrote it, it said, I said, are y'all ready for this? And then they were like, mm, we're going to get someone else to say that. Are you all ready for this? And also, I wrote it out. The original song was me just going, bow, now, 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 now. And they didn't want that to be a song. Uh, and I'm lyric, talking about the Grammys. When I wrote the lyrics, <laughs> the lyrics were just a picture of me slam dunking. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah. I uh, And this person singing it was a can of Mountain Dew. <laughs> it was a can of Mountain Dew dunking. And me going, bow, now, 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 now. John Tesh is my best friend. <laughs> uh, um, uh, this week, we're talking about Gene Weber. Okay, Spelled I don't like it, but... perhaps. Oh, okay. okay. No, 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 we don't have to do it. Let's talk about Hemingway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, if we could, that'd be... That'd be th- okay. Thank you, all right, so... I didn't do the research. Dave, let me, let me tell you about Hemingway. In 2013, <laughs> Ernest Hemingway choked to death on purpose on meat. <laughs> After years of having been truly happy, and he never once got punched in the head. He didn't know how to read. Yeah. He was an actor mm-hmm. in soap operas in Spain. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the long and short of it. Yeah, totally. I think he was an old man and he choked on the sea. <laughs> he drowned in the sea. I believe. Yeah. At the ripe old age of being an old man. Uh, his son was a loaf of bread that also rises. <laughs> more like uh, uh, Ernest uh, Hummer. More like Hummer way. He gave me Hummers. Nerdist Hemingway. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. We All did right. it. Wait, yeah. I am deeply fascinated to learn yeah. about this. Ser- <laughs> the- Dave wants to talk about a serial killer this week. Yeah. Uh, very upsetting. Her but, name uh, is Weird Nerdist. Jean Weber. Yeah. From France? <sighs> Honestly, man, can I be honest with you? Yeah. I wasn't really done with the whole Nerdist Hemingway thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I'm so sorry. We can come back to it later. I just wanted you to know that I got a lot more in my brain about because I, you know, I, that brought me a lot of joy. And I just, at some point, would like to revisit it. We can move on, though. It's hmm. okay. Hey, wait. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you'd like to suck my dick? Okay. <laughs> okay, maybe, yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe that's all. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> This is the passive aggressive podcast. <laughs> Maybe you want to suck my fucking dick? Okay, great. <laughs> Ooh, I have an idea. Maybe you could fuck yourself. <laughs> Here, I wrote it down on the chalkboard. I mean, what do you think? It's huh. a good idea, right? Oh, I yeah. I worked all night on it. Do you think it's a good idea? Yeah, this week we're going to be talking about a serial killer named Hampton Shut the Fuck Up. <laughs> oh, damn. I yeah, did it. Wow. I did it. <laughs> Uh, in the year 1874, uh, Hampton shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was so long ago. Yeah, I don't even dude. remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he hasn't shut up since. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Who are you, my parents? <laughs> Nerdist Hemingway is a many-armed monster or whatever. Oh, God. Listen, I'll give you the fucking signal where you could do Nerdist Hemingway again, all right? Until oh, then. Whoa. Tell me about your... Welcome to Control Buddies. <laughs> I flow from oppressive. <laughs> I tell people how to think and feel. All right, man. I'm sick of this shit. Can we please finally talk about Gene Weber? Uh, you know what? <laughs> No. <laughs> God, I'm so fucking tired of this. <laughs> Hasn't she done enough? <laughs> not, not in my opinion. 
She only killed 10 children. It's like, holy shit. It's not even enough. And wait, this is your hero? That's not even a baker's dozen. <laughs> wait, this is your hero? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You told me off mic. This is the person you grew up looking up towards? This, this is the reason I do stand up. <laughs> <laughs> she killed children. I kill audiences. Yeah, dude. With stand up. We both kill. I murder on stage. And I only perform for children. He's so we both kill children. I don't know if you knew this. Dave's a serial killer. Yeah, on man. On stage. <laughs> Go check out Dave's tour this uh, upcoming weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bad segue, but I thought I could link it up there somehow. <laughs> Dave's going on tour. You can check out his uh, dates on his website. Actually, starting right now, this episode, if you're listening to it the day it comes out, is June 14th, 2018. I'm in Fort Collins, my Colorado birthday. tonight. Call me from stage. It's is it my your birthday? birthday? On June 14th. Yeah. So today? <laughs> yeah, yeah, roughly. We're recording it today. Yeah, yeah. Um, holy fuck, dude. I didn't know that. Happy yeah. birthday. Call me on stage. I'll FaceTime, and I'll do some time. And then the audience will really laugh. <laughs> Is that why you're having a party that weekend? Yeah, yeah. Damn, dude, I'm starting to meet your. I'm going to meet your party. But it's it's <laughs> it's partially also Georgia's like second birthday thing because she she turned thirty and it's not big. We just didn't do enough. I feel. Oh yeah. So I was like, invite all your friends, invite everyone. You're a bad boyfriend. I'm is a what bad you're boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's um. my boyfriend. <laughs> um, and I know I'm a bad boyfriend to you. Well, shit, man. Yeah, happy birthday. That's great. How old are you? 34. 34. Yeah, time to get it together. Welcome to the mid-30s club. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the oldest I've ever been. Yeah. It's the oldest I've ever seen you. Man, you look fucking all these, old. All these things are true. <laughs> um, right. Well, so you're here the 14th of June, uh, Hampton's birthday. I'm in Fort Collins. The next day, I'm in Colorado Springs, then Denver. And then starting on the 19th until the end of the month, I'm doing like a week and a half run through the Southwest where I'll be in like Phoenix, El Paso, Austin, Denton, Bentonville, New Mexico. It'll be fun. Bentonville? Bentonville, Arkansas, and then to New Mexico. Oh, I've never heard of that place. Oh, interesting. Yeah. No, it's a town in Arkansas. <laughs> You're like, don't worry about it. No, no, no big deal. It's just a hey, town in Arkansas. maybe I want to do stand up there. You could, if you flew to Bentonville, they have a nah. major airport. They'll never have me. <laughs> they hate the guy me who Benville. gets jealous and immediately pessimistic about his own career. Hey, what about me? Oh, I'd never do it anyway. <laughs> no one would ever like me. They would. Hey, you're right. No, I guess it wouldn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get. <laughs> you can talk. I've now decided to get into it. Yeah, man. We don't want to get in a skirmish, you and me. From oppressive, I say, let's start. We don't want to have a skirmish, Hemingway. (laughs) (laughs) I need more Ernest Hemingway. I need more Ernest Hemingway jokes. Like I need a hole in the head. (laughs) Speaking of holes in the head, that's actually not how Gene Weber died. Normally, I like to start the story off with the suicide, but I'm not gonna this time, and you'll see why. Gene Weber was president of the United States from 1901 <laughs> to 1937. Holy, a woman president before yeah, her time? Totally. That's well, her birth name was Ulysses S. Grant. Lock and her she's up. she's a man. <laughs> I think they should lock up every president. <laughs> totally. If you try to run for president, you should go to fucking jail. <laughs> if you ever sent an email, lock her up. You know what I mean? Dude, that's the thing about that old email thing. I'm like, I sent a lot of emails. So I think what's we, the problem? Here's where I get mad. 
I can prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that bitch had email. Yeah. <laughs> Give her the fucking electric uh, chair. Email, more like Gmail. More like female. All more right. like female. Oh. Uh, uh, um. <laughs> Okay, this is the part of the podcast where the car has gone off the cliff. Yeah, <laughs> totally. All right, so um, Thelma and I'd Louise like buddies. I'd like to know a little bit of her story. <clears throat> Jean Weber, um, yeah, like I said before the break, she was a serial killer that exclusively killed children. And hmm. yeah, later on in life, the thing that like really fascinates me about her is how specific that is to her. Hmm. Later, Much later on in life, she became a sex worker and like had a lot of Johns and never once killed any of them. And oh. the reason that's fascinating to me is that like if you're a serial killer, that's like a perfect opportunity because they're yeah. especially in the early 1900s. You're hiding it completely. It's just the two of you in the room. <laughs> so also like you would assume like the Johns are probably more abusive and like. Right. I mean, they're clearly probably not like amazing dudes. No, no, no. All Johns are great. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, you would think that would be the riper time. So what time period are we looking at here? Uh, so she was born in uh, 1874, October 7th, 1874. Okay. Um, she was referred to, she became, there was like a lore around her okay. because it took so long for her to get um, uh, convicted. So, Whoa. yeah, she went for a while without being realized as a killer. She was like the Johnny Appleseed of child murdering. There was a legend. Yeah, really. She the, was as big as a house. <laughs> there were all these sort of like stories that were half considered fiction. Oh, and by, Considered fiction by half the people and considered oh, real by half the people in papers in France, where oh. she was referred to as the Ogress. Oh, wow. What a great fucking name. Totary. To totary. Killer. I'm a totary public. Um, so she was Shrek. Is and what the full, you're yeah, she was Shrek. <laughs> she looked like Shrek. And she was a notary public. Um, she was a notary public? Yeah, she was a notary public and she was part of the Rotary Club. Oh, okay. and, uh, <laughs> All right, you're totary. Fucking you're fucking and, uh, <laughs> uh No, I just said a word wrong and then I started being dumb forever. <laughs> the uh, the full thing she was referred to in the French paper was Logresse de la Goutte d'Or. Um, the goat, the goat of lore. What's uh, that translate to? I'm gonna translate that shit right now, dude. Oh, okay, I think it's kind of it would must make sense in like the context of like you know regular uh, French parlance in that <laughs> decade. But to probably call someone like a goat ogress is what it sounds like. N- I, I don't think it's goat because door is okay. the ogre of the golden drop. Holy sh- what that's beautiful. Right. <laughs> that's my fucking band's name. <laughs> yeah. Wait. That was Wow. That was my grandmother's name. <laughs> wait. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. <laughs> I have to make a call. <laughs> okay, I was way off. Um the ogre, the lady ogre of the golden drop is basically what it means. Uh just call her a bitch. Jesus. <laughs> I just quite... called her a gold bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you guys so round about with it? Like, um, Jesus. She was born in October. And here's the thing about... One of the reasons I wanted to, to do her story is that in reading about her, I started to laugh at a certain point. Because, like, you know, one of the things... Because you're a bad person. Because well, I'm a bad person. <laughs> well, one of the things that makes me laugh in comedy is repetition. Like, that's a Yeah, big, yeah. So you've seen the... Um, there was a... 
there was an episode of Radio Lab about repetition, about mm. loops, mm. and one of the things they talked about was the hot tub bit, the Kurt Brown older Kristen Shaw bit. Oh. Um, Kristen Shaw is a, a horse. horse. Yeah, yeah, I know that bit. I saw them do that bit on their 12th anniversary. They did it for 12 minutes straight, and all it is yeah. is Kurt Brown older going, <laughs> Kristen Shaw is a horse. Kristen Shaw is a horse. Look at her dance. Look at her go. Kristen Shaw is a horse. Oh, yeah. Kristen Shaw. As Kristen Shaw is just dancing erratically. And, and it, yeah. diminishing returns over time. Totally. So he just starts screaming by the end. Where he like, ran he out of breath and was beat red in the face by minute 10. And he's like, and he's just going, this is all us. This And you're like, you stop laughing for minutes and then you start laughing again. Yeah. So like the, the way. I fucking love The that. story <laughs> of this woman and her murders. Like the. Infer- she would do that to children? <laughs> Wow. Uh, The information (laughs) repeats itself in an almost like uh, entrancing way where you're like, how did this happen? Like, okay, so here's what happened. Um, Just a little bit of backstory. She was born in a small fishing village in Paris. And uh, I'm sorry, outside of Paris, like an hour or two away from Paris. And at age 14, um, uh, basically her whole town is destitute. She moves to Paris to get work. And she like started working menial jobs everywhere in 1893. Must be nice. In 1893 at age 19 she gets married. Her really? husband Yeah. Okay. Her husband was an alcoholic. She became an alcoholic. Um, sure they're not just French. And then they lived uh in like a tiny shitty flat and in 1905 two of her three children died. Wait, two of her three children Two of her three children died in 1905. Oh man. Causes not known. Wow. Okay. Then Damn. we get to the murders. In March 2nd of 1905, Okay. obviously not long after her two, her two children died, she was babysitting for her sister-in-law, and her 18-month-old, uh, her sister-in-law's 18-month-old daughter suddenly got sick and died. Whoa. The doctor who came by to see what was up died. completely <laughs> ignored, died, <laughs> died. And then... <laughs> Your baby's dead. Now I'm dying. <laughs> Uh, got Holy sick and died, shit. and then the doctor said that it was natural causes, completely ignoring um, the bruises on the kid's neck. Oh my god! And that's yeah, where that's natural. That's where this begins. All I'd right? say the baby beat himself up to death. <laughs> Let me get through some of this. Uh, <laughs> then nine days later, March eleventh, nineteen oh five, because. The bruises on the neck were ignored, and they were like, "Yeah, the kid got sick and died." Even the family didn't think it was Gene Weber's fault. And so they had her babysit again, oh my like God. a week later. You know, um, even if you didn't kill a baby, if a baby dies on your watch, you shouldn't get another babysitting kid. I fucking totally agree. It's crazy. You're, you're out of the babysitter's Dude, the club. is so insane. Um, Dude, wait, wait, wait. Like, imagine like in the babysitter's club, like one of the little girls... Just happened to fucking murder a baby. So, guys. And they're like, you're still in the club. <laughs> you're still in. Everyone gets three strikes. So, this family literally had two kids. March 2nd, the 18-month-old daughter dies. March 11th, she babysits again. The two-year-old daughter dies. Again, there are bruises on the neck. Again, the, the doctor ignores those signs and says she just died of convulsions. Right. Which is... <laughs> SIDS. Yeah. Okay. Imagine then, it's still pretty common at the time. Exactly two weeks after that, March twenty fifth, nineteen oh five, she's babysitting for her brother. His seven year old daughter just gets a choking attack and survives. 
But then the next day, Weber is babysitting for that kid again, and the girl died of what the doctor said was diphtheria. Okay. Yeah. Wait, but that's like a real... It's like a real disease. Disease. Yeah. The doctor was... But I think like... You can something that happens with diphtheria is that your throat closes it's, up. I mean, I, I'm going to assume it's Gene Weber, the serial killer. But I mean, it, that's just uh, odd, <laughs> right? Well, I I literally I know diphtheria is like a bowel problem, right. but I would I would guess that there's something that happens where you can like choke up or your muscles seize up and you oh, yeah. choke. Yeah, it has to be associated with choking because then five days later, March 30th. Gene Weber's third child died and the doctor said it was diphtheria and the doctor in that case also ignored bruises on the kid's neck. Was she <laughs> fucking this doctor? Yeah, like, right. What the fuck is going on? Basically, okay. Like this dude is the shittiest doctor. The, Worse than Dr. Seuss. The next death will give you a clue into how that happened. Okay. Um, so... Then April 5th, 1905, like a week after that. And by the way, we Dear are, God, these are like back to back. We are now seven deaths in. Six These six have been like deaths also in. like a week or so apart even. Right. Like is no one just looking at her being like, is she okay? Like Totally. Why? Like even just the fact that like that many children die around you. Is like, what the fuck is happening? You, you should at least take the time to be like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Let's maybe not employ you I would you imagine out. there was at least one person that was doing that. <laughs> so here's hmm, hmm. so here's where, what I'm talking about. There's a clue. So April 5th, <laughs> 1905, she invites her two sister and sisters-in-law to dinner. And that's, you know, she's already been killing the kids of people in her family, right? She invites her two sisters-in-law to dinner. And then the two sisters-in-law go out shopping and leave their kids with Gene Weber. Um, when they get, they come back early from shopping, and literally, Weber's ten-year-old nephew is on the bed gasping with throat bruises, and Gene Weber is standing over this gasping kid, just going <laughs> no. with like a crazed no. look on her face. No. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Yeah, I like I like the detective just being like, hmm. I don't know, probably diphtheria. Eh, no, I guess she just thinks diphtheria is funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'm putting it together. He's got like equations going in his brain. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I she see, just doesn't respond well to death. See what's going on here? These kids are lazy. Yeah. <laughs> this lady's funny. Get her on stage. Um, the marvelous Miss Maisel. <laughs> so that's her origin. Then she's obviously like booked for murder, and booked because on of, stage booked, booked, at booked at the improv for oh. murder. Um, wow. Okay, so like the cops show up and justice. they put her in jail. Cool. And as a result of that, she is put on trial on January 20, 29th, nineteen oh six, for all eight murders. Holy shit! So they including finally... her three children. Yeah, they finally put it together mm-hmm. that like. All right, wow, all of these were murder. We should not have had her babysit. Uh, don't jump to conclusions there. <laughs> Come on, we don't want to build a case or anything. Yeah. God um, damn. All right. But here's so, the thing. Cool. There was a lawyer in France at the time named Henri Robert. I hate that motherfucker. Yes, dude, I'm sick of him. Um, he, he was a member of the French Academy. He was like really well regarded and his gotcha. whole thing was defending people that were like 
persecuted in the eyes of the public. Right. And so this is where the sort of lore about her, the mysticism around her starts, where she's sort of this oppressed person right. who is just sort of, like, yeah. literally the idea is French misogyny Right. is so v- punishing so, her. So poisonous. Yeah. And it are they saying that it drove her to do these things or are they saying that that it's all it's all a, you know, a setup? That no that was the reason that he took her on right. as a client. Wow. Cuz he defended a few other people that were like this. I'm actually guessing, but I because he defended her twice. Mm-hmm. And uh for that man to do that, he had to truly believe this because he was a really well-regarded lawyer in France and to this day even though he defended her twice he's thought of as like one of the greatest lawyers in French history really yeah and so he uh he's kind of like a Johnny Cochran in this 1906 uh she somehow gets him as a lawyer and in this 1906 trial she's acquitted Holy uh, shit. Because he got the jurors to believe that a grieving mother would never do this. That <laughs> y- Yeah. We we are punishing a grieving mother. This is awful. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we can all admit we all eat ass. <laughs> and uh, we all uh, believe uh, ass is uh, the best part of the human body. So then we can all agree this woman could not kill her children's asses. <laughs> <laughs> we all love ass. <laughs> she, That's if, fucking is she amazing. Of, of eating a kid's ass, uh, oui. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wow, wow. Damn, dude. I love that he's like the Johnny Cochran of his time. Like, just takes every, like, high-profile thing yeah. to kind of also attach his message onto yeah. it. So, wow, damn. So she's acquitted, but, but after that, uh, her husband leaves her, and her neighbors all just hate her. They're like, you're a murderer. Oh, wow, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> and so she tried to kill herself and uh. failed. Huh. And then just ran away from Paris. As she, you do. And she wasn't seen for like six months or something. Whoa. Um, or really, she just disappeared and no one knew where Holy she was. Holy shit, man. Huh. So then... Uh, she like fell off the map. She totally falls off the map. And in April 7th, 1907, uh, a local doctor in a little town called Villadieu is called to the home of this family, Bavouze. Uh and the, the babysitter there, her name was Ma, uh, Madame Ma, uh, Moulinet, answered the door, and the nine-year-old son was dead. Uh, there were bruises on the kid's neck, and the doctor ruled that the kid died of convulsions. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, this is where I started laughing. It's just like, how, what the fuck? <laughs> it's insane that they didn't change up their style at all. Yeah. You could still like just throttle people to This death. is a person who thrived on everyone being like, she was like, no one will ever think a woman would do this, and everyone's dumb. I have a theory already kind of initially, which is serious. I just think like either, you know, one of her children did die naturally, and it's this thing of like recreating right. the tragedy and like you've lost your mind. And right. you are clearly like uh, manic. There's schizophrenia or something going on. But like this one traumatic event you're trying to recreate. Right. You're trying to keep killing, you know, innocent children or whatever because you were robbed of, you know. Apparently, I don't know she and her husband had an awful household and he was like such a vicious drunk that she really? became a drunk. Uh, and she had never been a drinker, so it could have been to deal with it or whatever. Gotcha. I don't know. Yeah, you yeah. could be right, man. Maybe they had like 
But it's everything. They got in a really yeah. f- awful fight, and the baby was crying, and she just like shook it or choked it to get it to shut up. But I or hear what something. you mean. Like it's it's a combination of factors. Yeah. And it's, I just saying like there's there seems to be some sort of maybe inciting incident. You know? No, but I was going with exactly with what you're saying. Like I because there there are those cases of people being drunk or fucked up or just like at the end of their rope and their baby's crying and they just like kill it. Mm-hmm. And man, I hadn't thought of that till you said it. Like maybe she just like grabbed her baby and choked it in the midst of an awful home. Do you know how? And I then like got hooked or something. Do you know how I killed my baby? You ever see a a, a baby with a bowl of spaghetti on its head? <laughs> well, imagine, <laughs> imagine okay. me taking a full bowl of spaghetti. And slam dunking it on my baby's head. Wow! For a photo op, and I caved in his skull with a. Not only did I not know you did that, but I didn't know how that meme got started. <laughs> yeah, that's a really interesting theory, dude. I like that a lot. Oh, um, well, uh, yeah. So I just—that's just fascinating. The idea that she would have, in a, I'm just thinking about the psychology of it. Uh, this like fucked up situation in which mm-hmm. she like kills her own kid which is obviously such a nightmare but then for that to be like in your the thing you think after that is ooh I like that that's (laughs) fucking crazy I've seen repeatedly Uh, with serial killers is there tends to be some sort of recreation of like some sort of traumatic event it's because your brain cannot move on and it's very similar to PTSD it's just like your brain cannot move away from this it thinks it's still happening you know what oh. I mean? You're still feeling the exact same thing. So it's it's you just keep recreating that yeah. moment. Now, what's also insane and very different from a lot of serial killers is all of this shit you're talking about is like back to back to back. This right. is all in the span of like two years. Yeah, we're not even two years in yet. Damn. Oh, I guess we're almost exactly two years yeah, in Yeah, that's where I was like, yeah, yeah. it's only been like two years. Okay, so this so, doctor... Yeah, so this, this babysitter, Madame Moulinet... Uh, Doctor found the nine-year-old in her care to be dead of convulsions, and he stuck with that. Tip but here. then they're, you know, in the investigation of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find a lot of information on the investigation. Less than a month later, May 4th, that woman was identified as Jean Weber, and then the doctor went back and was like, oh, wow, no, obviously this was a kid that was choked to death. Oh, my God. So then there was another trial. Where she was put on murder oh, uh, on trial for this murder. Wow. Because you can't retry someone for those old murders. So she's put on trial for right. this kid's murder. But then she gets Henri Robert as her lawyer again. He gets a second autopsy. <laughs> the second autopsy says the kid died of typhoid fever and she was acquitted and released. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. We cannot get this woman on the streets fast enough. I know. Dude. You got children out there to go kill. Get out there. Be somebody. She's <laughs> yeah. She's on such a hot streak. Also, I can't help but think about like just time, you know, time wise. Um, children were pretty disposable up in. I mean, like this is around the time where right. they started even dignifying children's like existence. Oh, that's a good point. They would die all the time of different diseases and shit. Also, like the rules for children, quite literally, were like you treat them like adults. So a lot of times you see old paintings. Their children are dressed like adults all the time. They're like wearing little like versions of what sure and the whole thing was like we expect you to act like an adult like life is very hard you could die (laughs) you know like right grow up like childhood was not something this is why my parents always made me dress like a dominatrix (laughs) (laughs) dave's gotta grow up honey let's put the rubber ball in his mouth (laughs) 
Um, and so, but this is around the time where children's worth was a little bit more uh, sacred, but it's still coming out of like the disposable nature, like of like you know, medicine sucked, and like, yeah, you know, children would die of SIDS, diarrhea. Right. Like, it's not at all crazy that your child would just get convulsions. That's why you have seven of them, because like five of them are going to die from the rickets, right? <laughs> Shit, you know. Yeah, it's so it's so and I can't even Yeah, that does explain how it went this long. It, they're like used to it. They're much the, more yeah. The cracks, you know, for so long. But yeah, they're starting to catch <laughs> catch wise, especially if you've been on trial for it before. Yeah. At that point it's like It's also so great, <laughs> dude. The also it was so easy. I mean, this is not the era of electronic information at all so she just kept changing her identity dude this bitch didn't have email yeah i know <laughs> exactly her up. i know thank you oh my god <laughs> this woman should not be president <laughs> um so then after she gets acquitted in december of 1907 oh my god. she literally gets a job in a children's home <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, yeah. as you might have seen from my record, I have experience with children. She actually gets a job in one children's home. Holy shit. And then leaves it after not long. And was, their necks are too strong. <laughs> right. I'm not yeah. having a good time. This is a home for big children. They all have <laughs> Joe Rogan and Henry Rollins necks. <laughs> I can't um, joke them. <laughs> then she gets a job in a children's home in a town called Orgville. Um, and here's the thing about this children's home. She worked under the name Marie Lemoine. And this this particular children's home was set up by a group of friends to, quote, make up for the wrongs that justice has inflicted upon innocent women. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's literally like, so that's why I say I think oh that's God. why Henri Robert was taking her cases, because I think there yeah. was a culture in the time of people thinking women are being oppressed, sure, which, sure. you know, obviously they are and have been. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say France was ahead of the United States as far as, like, suffrage movement, like a lot of rights and, and things that were right. being talked about. So that sounds about time, time right. So she worked for this children's home in Orgville, and inside of a week, less than a week, she was just caught by the other nurses strangling a kid. But because it was a children's home that existed to, like help women they just like swept it under the rug and fired her and didn't tell oh anyone oh my god <laughs> yeah. yeah yes queen yeah yes queen i look out for my girls yeah this is girls we are a squad and if one of the squad murders children we hang with that real ass bitch she's a down ass bitch okay and you don't you don't narc on your squad What's funny is that you're doing a character, but I just agree with this. Because where I come from, Greenwood Lake, New York, man, snitches get stitches. <laughs> um, okay, so now we're like we're nearing the end of her life. It's um, it's 1908. She, oh, God, wait, what? Near yeah. the end of her life? Yeah, we're nearing the end of her oh, life. Oh, like when she killed yeah, her. Yeah, okay. yeah, I was like, is she old suddenly? But the last uh, handful of months of her life are super condensed. So much happened. She she moves back to Paris. She's caught for vagrancy because she has nowhere to be and put in an insane asylum. Damn. But the insane asylum pronounced her sane. <laughs> so to make money, she becomes a sex worker. Oh, and she man. starts 
Uh, yeah, like having sex for money with these Johns that were generally just like really fucked up, dirty people. Probably. Uh, but it ends up marrying one. Oh. And they, uh, they settle together at the inn in Commercy, which I think is a part of Paris. Okay. Um, then one day her husband leaves for whatever reason. And Weber, this, okay, this is the one part of the story that I have a lot of detail for. Okay. Um, because this was the time that she was caught. And so she was like finally like, caught red-handed and known to have been in the wrong so they re- they like investigated the fuck out of it finally <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, okay yeah seems like a lot of weight to yeah. get there but yeah damn yeah well all the other stories it, it was just like they never did any research it because really feels like she got caught red-handed at least twice she got red- caught red-handed but it it they still it took a minute for them to realize what had happened each time. But this was a time where they were immediately <laughs> were so, like, "Oh my god!" Somebody to like walk in a room, <laughs> see a woman like strangling a child, and you're just like, hmm, "Men, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> wow, men her husband and must be wars. a dick. Um, <laughs> so her husband leaves, and she tells the innkeeper and the innkeeper's wife. That she feels lonely and asked them if their son can sleep in her room for the night. Oh, my God. So they do that. Nothing happens. But the kid, that's on a Thursday. And uh, the next day, Friday, the kid begs his parents to not have him sleep in Gene Weber's room. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Listen to him. And uh, they are like, no, what are you talking about? And and they. <laughs> I know. Yeah, uh, and he's like, no, she's crazy or whatever he was saying. And they were like, no, 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 no. Be nice to the woman and sleep in her room with her and make her feel safe. That's not a thing. <laughs> so then uh, a quote from the police um, the next day while they're investigating the death of that boy. Oh, God. From the innkeeper's wife. Here's a quote. About 11 o'clock at night. I heard strange sobs and smothered screams from the next room. I got up quickly and went to... Oh, no, no. This was, this is the quote from a guest in the oh, wow. inn. Um, oh, wow. About 11 o'clock. Be- five uh, stars. Best hotel I've ever yeah, stayed totally. in. Yeah, this is a TripAdvisor review of this inn <laughs> at Commercy. Would, would um, recommend. <laughs> uh, I heard strange sobs and smothered screams from the next room. I got up quickly and went to Monsieur and Madame Poirot and told them something was wrong. We all went together to Gene Weber's room and opened the door. The little boy lay dead in the bed with his head thrown back and his eyes protruding. His tongue was bitten and he had been bleeding. Holy shit. The innkeeper apparently ran in and she was still holding him while the little boy still choking him while while he was doing this. The innkeeper ran up and just started punching her in the face and had to punch her in the face three times to get her to let go of the kid. Uh, Are you sure it wasn't just for something else? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) Yeah, we're really like glamorizing this dude who probably was just pissed. <laughs> Holy shit. It's so funny too. That's after all awful. of these times of these doctors being like, oh yeah, they died of choking, oh they died of convulsions, they died of uh They died typhoid. of me being a bad doctor. Yeah. <laughs> this doctor, the investigating doctor, looked at it and called Gene Weber a human vampire. <laughs> that was Whoa. the quote. She's a human vampire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's the coolest doctor ever. Totally. And you should listen to me. I'm Dr. Acula. 
she was put on trial for murder, <laughs> and at this trial, she just sort of stone faced confessed to all to ten murders that she committed, oh, and it shit. seemed like it was probably more. She confessed to ten, and then she described her mo in court, and she said that what she did was she would wrap a cloth around the neck of the kid or push on their chest so hard that they couldn't breathe. And then she was like, and can I get that lawyer I had for? <laughs> yeah. Just and that. he was like, Whoa. Wait, before I say all this, oh, shit, can I take out? I want to take it back. I yeah. take it all back. <laughs> Gene Weber never heard of her. <laughs> what do you mean, her? I don't know. I never defended any Gene Weber. Uh, God. So, as a result, what's so great, it's too. It's kind of my thing. You know? She was not, uh, she was declared insane. She was not convicted in, guilty. In the membrane? Yeah, she was insane in the membrane. Um, Legally. Yeah. So she's a rapper now. And uh, she was declared insane on October 25th, 1908, and sent to the insane asylum in Maryville. Dude, I every time you keep bringing up sanitariums or insane asylums, I am like, well, that was like a horrific oh, yeah. like nightmare like existence to go to any sort of like mental health, you know, like profession totally. at that time like they were like i don't know masturbate them and take out parts of their brain like, yeah totally. i don't know <laughs> give them a lobotomy jerk them off and take out their brains <laughs> shoot electricity through their body if they start screaming hold them down yeah i mean it's like so I'm... she's in this insane asylum <laughs> and at a certain point in the insane asylum she just started raving she just started going on insane ravings that's so raving and then uh, <laughs> i broke you Broke you. Oh, that's so good. so good. And then after months and months of insane ravings, on July 5th, 1910, she strangled herself to death. Oh, my shit. She, you can't. with her hands. <laughs> wow, she must love herself. That's fucking, are you sure she wasn't trying to hug herself to death? No, I'm sure she was. That's fucking. It's funny, like, there's you think not. that's impossible. You think the, that's impossible, right? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I There are two accounts that I found of her suicide. Hmm. One is that she hung herself, hanged oh, herself. Okay. One fair. is that she strangled herself to death. Hmm. I really want to believe that she strangled herself to death. Sure. One of the articles I read, and this, is, this sounds like someone made this up, but one of the articles I read said... Um, in the absence of children to strangle, she strangled herself to death. <laughs> she like literally looked around the room. Hmm, no kids in this insane asylum. Well, I'm Weird. kind of a child. I, here's my theory. I think she was just trying to put on a necklace. Me too. <laughs> I I bet it was the hanging. I, now I'm. You would bet. We are kind of guessing. You would think. Just yeah. because I I don't know. I think the human body has some things like. I think you can't... pass out before you die. Exactly. It just yeah. Doesn't really make sense. And then like. A newspaper at the time would easily be like, the woman who strangled right. children strangled herself in lieu of having children to strangle. You right. know, like They would be that salacious and stupid. Totally. <laughs> yeah, and there, it was like a salacious sort of National Enquirer type magazine telling the stories and having like drawings of her murdering kids. I mean, they gave her a nickname that was like... The Ogress. Long and it's beautiful. Crazy. Of golden... The drip? Golden drip? The golden drop. Golden Ogre drop. of the golden drop. <laughs> Um, she makes my dick golden drip. Get it? Yeah, and Pee. so that's how Ernest Hemingway killed himself. <laughs> that's fucked up, bro. Yeah, dude. Wow, that's fucking insane. Also, like, just man, the the not like picking up clues. Right. Do you think it's at the time they just were like, 
they couldn't even think of a woman in that context. Like it was so yeah, rare for a woman totally. to be a murderer to any any sort of thing like that. I have a I have a joke about this that never worked mm-hmm. about how like <laughs> about that specifically people can't give women anything uh-huh. even being a murderer. <laughs> like, do you remember when the like there was the oh, shooting in San Bernardino like a few years ago, yeah. and one of the shooters was a woman, and everyone was like, "Well, her husband convinced her to do it," and it's just like. You can't even, like, it's so fucked up that she's a murderer, but you can't even think that a woman's a murderer? Are you, yeah, I think. Oh, that's so fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah, probably a dude probably showed her how to shoot all those people. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> women, women can't make decisions. She, she, she strangled kids. What'd you do, break a nail? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, oh, she strangled those kids? Probably on her period. <laughs> <laughs> it's very weird, that, man. That's the best dude who's like, Ocean's 8. Well, I bet they're all on their period. Yeah. <laughs> While they're robbing that they bank. they cycle up on set? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, misogyny. Oh, boy. So it's like Most, kind, nothing pisses kinda, me off more than it. Well, you get the the lawyer at the time. Like, it, yeah. They probably... Exactly. It's like the fact that that woman slipped through the cracks and they couldn't even contextualize a woman as being this kind of threat. Yeah. It's like the lawyer's whole case is just like, see, there's rampant misogyny against women. Yeah. And, and they're all like not able to even think of her as a murderer. So it kind of works. Like, he's right in this roundabout way. Yeah. Well, it's also funny. Like, he's misogynist. And yeah. he's like a different type of misogynist. Everyone in the room mm. was misogynist. <laughs> And he was misogynist on her side, uh, and the jury was jury was misogynist on her side. It's so crazy! You it's interesting really too crazy. to think every time we talk about anyone bef- that committed, killed themselves before 1950, there's always a part of the discussion that's like everyone handled their mental health wrong. You know? Oh what I yeah, mean? yeah. I mean, it's crazy how like things have never been better, but. And they also sometimes feel like they've never been worse. Right. But really, if you look at, like, you know, progress instead of oppress. But if you look at just, like, how far we've come and stuff, like, it's like, yeah, if you look at anything, (laughs) like, 10 years earlier, you're like, wow, we were monsters 10 years ago. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's kind of all I think, yeah, when we have Yeah, I mean, it's good that we're getting better about it. We still have a long way to go, but... Yeah, it's also interesting talking about, yeah, our podcast is all about staying safe and staying on this world. (laughs) Don't kill yourself. And I suppose I, yeah, even with her, I don't wish her to have died. I'm more upset at everyone around her that, like, wouldn't even see this very obvious criminal. Yeah. It's like, yeah, she's a serial killer. Like, she's going to murder a lot of people if you're not going to catch her. Think about how terrible, how terribly run and misinformed a insane asylum a mental health facility in 1910 had to be where they it was possible to kill yourself you know what i mean like yeah that also the one before that called her sane <laughs> yeah they're all like they did not know what they're, they're like, doing i do not know what the fuck i'm doing here yeah i really feel like it's like the people who weren't good enough to be dentists like became yeah. mental health professionals at the time they're like i don't know take off his dick and his brain <laughs> that's the science they would give lobotomies to so many fucking people. Oh, yeah. And oftentimes, like, really, like, raving people, they treat them even weirder, where it's like, just put them in a massive room of raving people. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're like uh, scum. You know, that's how you should treat, you know, a human being or something like that. Because they were just like, 
we don't know what to do at all. Right. This is all guesswork. Well, also they're all like they create they created an environment of like the orderlies are at odds with the people there because the people there were so crazy. And I think you would show up probably in some cases people would show up wanting to help, and then you're taught by the people who are already there like they're against you. You have to stand up oh, for yeah. yourself. You That's know what like I mean? Being a Nurse guy. ratchet type of shit. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean way before. I mean, she yeah. seems sympathetic, right? To that sort of time, you know. I think probably a lot of those lobotomies were people just like flipping out because they're just in an awful situation. And then they're like, fuck them. Give them a lobotomy. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> I mean, that, that's my point is there was no science. It was just literally like, well, if we take out a part of their brain, they stop being so angry. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> if I take off her hands, she can't strangle people. <laughs> Brilliant. Weird. <laughs> Dude, that was great. Thanks, man. Yeah, that was super fun. Very dark. We're getting less tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. D- doing the early morning recordings have been uh, been good, really dude. Fun, dude. Oh, we were all we were both just we had a lot happen this year. <laughs> yeah, um, I've been murdering kids. It's been a crazy two yeah, years. Yeah, dude. No one knows though. <laughs> well, uh, uh, they guy- got crazy knife bruises in their back. Guys, if you want to check out a really fun uh, Patreon episode we did about uh, Independence Day Ooh. and some suicide and that, uh, we just put that up on patreon.com slash suicide buddies. You can check out Dave's tour on his website. Yes, come see me in the Southwest and in Colorado, please. And uh, you guys can check us out next week. All right. Thanks for listening to the show. Just a reminder, we joke around on this show a lot because we've thought about suicide a lot, so we're comfortable with it. But if you are right now thinking about suicide, having any suicidal thoughts at all, if you're coming close, we can't urge you enough to talk to a professional. And the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is always there. 1-800-273-TALK. Call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They will talk you through it and help you know that you are loved on this earth and you don't need to leave us. Thanks again for listening to the show. See you next time. entertainment designed just for you then check out customizable streaming tv from xfinity it makes your life simple easy awesome xfinity gives you customizable streaming tv options enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your tv with x1 go to xfinity.com call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more restrictions apply 